right there. Awesome. Let's get this going. Let's roll. All right. All right. All right. Well, this is the first edition of the No Ma'am Weekly, Daily, whatever the hell we're going to do with it podcast. Uh, I am Matt Corlander, your host, joined by Brian Russell. Hello. And Rob Holtzman. What up? All right. Well, what we're going to do here, guys, this is uh, an idea we've been coming up with for a while here, finally bringing it into fruition where we're just going to, with some middle-aged guys, we're going to talk about middle-aged things, you know, stuff that bothers us, stuff that, as Rob would say, grinds his gears, and uh, uh, go from there and see where, it, and, and, and just see where it goes. Um, that's, the ba- you know, just the basics behind everything. Brian, you got anything to add on that? I do not, Matt. I think you did a pretty good job. Um, the only thing I think I'm, I would say is that we have no direction where this is going to go. And I and would I, agree with that. And that could be a very good thing. It could also be a very bad thing well, yes. for those listening, but very funny for us. So uh, I think it's going to be an awesome thing. And uh, Without pulling any punches, you know, holding back, letting things go, it's be kind of therapeutic for all three of us. Uh, we also hope to have uh, our friends join us at some point, too, as maybe guest speakers. Oh, that'd be awesome. Call in. Yeah, to figure out yes. how to do that. Well, we all have to make sure that we have, uh, we all have to make sure that we have, uh, you know, a- appropriate equipment and uh, get Jacob out of the 18th century and onto a smartphone. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited. Chris, Jacob, anybody else who wants to join us and talk Talk about the daily grind, absolutely. All right, all right. Well, do we have any topics for day one? Well, we we became friends. And I'd like for you to to correct me if I'm wrong, but we all pretty much met in our high school years. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, give or take. I mean, Jacob and I went to the same grade school, and I knew Chris in grade school. But I think we all started to, um, you know, really get together and um, formulate a group. I'd say what uh, sophomore, junior year. Probably. I, I mean, Rob, I'm pretty sure you when I was a sophomore because of Jacob and your old friendship. So I think that's when our introduction to each other became. Um, right. And Matt. I think ours was through uh, probably my ex. Probably. Uh, I'm going to take it back a little further. Uh, St. Francis Open Gyms. Yeah, those were big. Back in, the, back in the day. Those are what shaped us into the men we are today. Uh, explains a lot. It was like well, a yes, long, that... long time. So, all right. So Brian gave us a brief history. Rob, what's on your mind? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's it's a cool concept. I'm excited to to be a part of it. Um, you know, I, I think the uh, it it's pretty unique um, to have a, a a friendship that lasts as long as ours has and really just to stay as connected as, as we have and, you know, connected in that, not, not necessarily just even like being a part of, you know, weddings and things like that, but also to, to, 
um, you know, to have a, a standard meeting time where we, uh, you know, every Sunday morning get together and walk and, you know, certainly through stuff. But, you know, we're, we're, we're finding ways to, to stay connected, to support each other and, um, and to, you know, and also just, I mean, have a good time. So um, I, I'm really excited about it. I think the, you know, the no ma'am thing is, is, is fun. It's fun to talk about. And, you know, we all grew up with uh, married with children and Al Bundy, but, you know, really the, the concept isn't necessarily to bash women. It's to talk more about, you know, the middle aged uh, issues that, that we're all facing and, you know, and things, I, I mean, you guys know me, I'm a little bit, I mean, I could talk for the next 10 minutes here and just, you know, for the rest of the podcast, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm interested to really talk more about, um, you know, ways that we are able to grow, uh, things that we do, um, not only together as friends, but things that we do as uh, busy dads, um, you know, how we balance all of that stuff, how we balance relationships you know, different things that we're doing to try and, and become better. Um, you know, everybody has goals, but, uh, you know, I, I, I've started meditating, for example, over the last two to three months, and it's been really interesting. So perhaps a, a discussion on that would, would be cool. Um, you know, physical fitness, we're all, uh, Brian's already 40, Jacob's turning 40 um, next week, but, you know, we're all right at that, at the cusp of, um, of true middle ageness. So, um, we are not in our twenties. Yeah, well, we, I we can, sometimes we act like it. Yeah, but it, it's it, it, there are some, you know, some interesting things set it down the pike, and and uh, to really have a uh, an open, honest discussion about that stuff, in addition to all the fun stuff of politics and sports, and you know, all that crap that happens throughout the day and uh, throughout the, uh, you know, in the in the world have the conversation. I wish Jacob was here tonight so we could chat a little bit more about this whole, you know, Mayor Fisher thing with being a part of that secretive group. We didn't really get to finish that on Sunday morning, but you know, those types of things where you just common sense is not so common. Um, you know, that, that kind of stuff. I'm looking forward to future discussions. Well, I think tonight is a good intro. We don't have to get into a whole lot. Cause I'm, I, I don't know about you guys, but after, that we're doing this on people have already started following and we've done nothing so i'm guessing there's a lot of psychos out there who are going to bore with this which i think is kind of funny we need some haters uh, man i want some haters oh haters gotta have the haters <laughs> out there so you know we need to come up with some segments first time out just get our name out there with a no man crew and if we piss people off along the way, I'm fine with that. We can be the middle, the middle aged version of bar stool sports. I think it'd be great. Yep. Speaking of bar stool sports, did you see that they fired uh, Michael Rappaport? I did. I did. He was a tool anyway. I, I don't I know who that him. is. Um, he's he's a comedic actor, if you want to say that. Um, he's very vulgar. That's part of his act. Um, it's kind of ironic because Barstool Sports um, isn't always the most friendly toward women. They have they sometimes have a tendency to be chauvinistic, and well, um, Michael decided to express his thoughts on Laura Ingram and her thoughts over um, LeBron James, and they fired him over it. 
Well, it wasn't so much that they fired him over that. He criticized the Barstool fan base. And went, oh, kept true. paying him with subscriptions, and he called them all stupid. And which got him fired. Which, well, then I was wrong. Did he not say anything about Laura Ingram? And- no, 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 I think he, he, he did. But, oh, okay. but his quote that essentially got him fired was, uh, if you're a stoolie, which is a, the followers of Barstool, you're a loser. Well, when you're getting paychecks signed by a certain organization, you probably shouldn't be calling their customers stupid. Well, when you get, I mean, you can't just pander to them. I mean, I, I, obviously, I don't even know who the guy is, but, um, you know, I, I mean, I think about, uh, I don't know if you guys were able to catch the segment, uh, the hour-long MLB uh, TV deal on the 1990s Atlanta Braves. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome uh, show, by the way. But part of that was a, a discussion about Dave Justice in 1993. Um, no, I'm sorry, it was 1995, I think, when we won the World Series. Uh, he really criticized the uh, Braves fans. It was because the, we played the Indians. Uh, the Indians were just, you know, incredibly excited, you know, having the World Series there. And, you know, by that time, we had been a part of the World Series three or four times, and the fan base was kind of getting questionable and a little bit tired. So Justice, I think, before game six was like, you know, what the hell? I wish we still had that kind of excitement. And that really, ra- ra- you know, uh, ramped people up. Now, granted, it, it, it helps that in game six, he ended up winning, uh, you know, winning the game with a, a home run late in the game. But, um, yeah, I don't see any problem with, uh, you know, causing a little controversy if it's if it's legit. Hey, I got a question for you, Rob. You want to talk about the Braves? I have Phil Murphy's on the Hall of Fame. Yeah. This is a no, ma'am, Matt. The other one's out in the car. I'll get oh, in a minute. Ryan. <laughs> what? Nice. <laughs> what? No, I, I was just laughing at you because you had your you had Claire come in. Oh, I thought I tried to press mute, but I guess it did not work. <laughs> <All right. laughs> hey, Rob, did you hear what I said? No. no, I didn't. Is Dale Murphy still part of the Hall of Fame? Is Dale Murphy still in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, is he still in the Hall of Fame? Well, he's. I think the best player in MLB history that is not in the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, he's just, um, I, you know, he just, now I'm going to, I'm going to play both sides here. It sucks that he was a part of a, such a, a poor organization and a poor team, uh, to All have right. that good of a player as a part of that team. You the, didn't have, you, the, the flip side to that is that he didn't, he didn't make those milestones. He didn't quite get to, I think, 400 home runs. He didn't quite get to, um, you know, certain, I think stolen bases, you know, there were some benchmarks that he just didn't hit and. You know, he had some knee problems after he left Atlanta and went to Philly and then to the Rockies. So, um, I mean, it, yeah, it, I mean, it's, I mean, at this point, it's like, all right, it, you know, this guy isn't going to get in. Fair enough. But, uh, you know, similar to the, the 90s Braves, we don't remember the failures. We don't remember the fact that we only won one World Series. We remember the fact that we had, we had 14 fucking consecutive division titles. That's unheard of. So, you know, for Dale Murphy, you just like, yeah, I didn't make the Hall of Fame, but God, what, I mean, what an awesome player. So, you know. Well, I threw it out there trying to get you wound up. And yeah, well, duly noted. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. <laughs> Is that not still a criticism? 
is that still not a criticism though of Braves fans that they don't attend big events? Uh, you kind of broke up there, Brian. Is that still not a criticism of Braves not attend big events? Oh, it's well, I, yes and no. So I, I think we set ourselves up for failure because we had Turner Field with fifty-five thousand seats. I mean, you know, this isn't Yankee Stadium here. We're not, you know, we don't have that kind of fan base. Um, so, you know, I think that shit begets shit because, you know, you end up with 15, 20,000 and it looks like an empty freaking stadium. Um, and we were a little bit behind the times. We didn't create that kind of stadium like the Reds did and the Cardinals did. Even Pittsburgh went to it. You know, we're, it's a 40 to 45,000 seat stadium. It's, it's a little bit more luxurious. And, uh, you know, we have SunTrust Park uh, that opened up last year. And it, you know, I think our, our average attendance was above 30. Um, you know, we sucked. So, I, I, you know, it, I think we just, that being said, it, you know, our fan base has always been a bit um, loosey goosey. Before the, they really good, there was just a lot of people that watched them on TV. You know, they were quote unquote America's team. So, um, you know, the actual, the, the people actually getting out to see the games, it was just, you know, it's been a little bit tough. But I tell you what, Turner Field, uh, 2008, when we, uh, I took dad, uh, Robbie and Hannah to, uh, the, I think the, it wasn't the NLCS. It was the divisional series against the the uh, giants. Uh, and there's nothing like 50 plus thousand Braves fans doing the, the chant all together at the same time, uh, at Turner field. That was, that was something I'll never forget for sure. I'm going to kind of keep it on the same topic, but different wavelength. Since we're talking about professional sports, the big talk around Louisville lately has been the NBA to Louisville. Brian, what are your thoughts on an NBA team coming up to Louisville? And Rob, you being formerly in city government, would it be would it be feasible for Louisville to have uh, a pro basketball team or are we just kind of pissing in the wind here in my opinion feasible yes i i think we can um yeah, I'm with you, mainly be mainly because they have more games and they have the ability to fill this fill the arena more i mean i think in saying that you know if there is a true appetite for it i mean i I know Louisville leads college basketball in viewing attendance, but that's college basketball. Does that translate over to the NBA? Um, I mean, I, now, some of our stumbling oh, – sorry, go I, ahead. I think you're getting ready to hit on that. Where I think with the mishaps that UofL has had over the last four years, that a lot of their fan base and a lot of their donorship you know, is, is going away. Um, so there's a lot of money out there to where these companies could be looking to throw that into a different hat, uh, so to speak. And the NBA could be, could be that we have the arena. They obviously need another tenant in there to make the arena, you know, viable and not, uh, go away. So, uh, it, 
the, the, I think the major hurdle is going to be, do we have financial backing? Um, Louisville is not obviously New York, Los Angeles, and heck, we're not even Indianapolis or Nashville. So we have Papa John's and we have US, um, UPS. But can we get somebody that's going to fund and want to co-own, want to own this team, possible team? I think that's the biggest hurdle. All right, Rob. Well, we're not a fan at all of the uh, of, of the NBA guys. I mean, it, you know, and, and uh, yeah, we're you know, city government for ten years worked with Councilman Dan Johnson, uh, you know, who was a very big advocate. Uh, the old attorney here in town, I can't remember his name, had an old white guy. That's Jay Bruce. Miller. Was it? Who is it? Jay Bruce Miller. Yeah, Jay Bruce Miller. I mean, he's you know, he's he's got a hard on for that kind of stuff, and fair enough. I mean, those guys are are focused on it. I just, I, I, I think ultimately Louisville is a purist town. Uh, they, they, you know, I think there are, are way too many people that enjoy, um, you know, the, 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 you know, I guess the, the way that the games, I don't want to say the way that the games used to be played, but I, I don't think that long-term, I mean, you're talking about long-term stability here, guys. You're not talking about a five-year NBA team. You're talking about, a serious commitment, you know, 30, 40, 50 years of like a Louisville Colonels type, you know, ABA stuff. And it, it, it didn't work back then. I don't think it'll work now. I'll throw something else out here that, that um, you know, a lot of people don't actually don't agree with here. But if we're looking at a, a professional team, uh, I, I really believe a long term sustainable concept is soccer. Um, I, I think it's the it, I mean, looking at the future, the way that that our kids are going, the amount of interest in soccer, um, not not even millennials. I mean, we're talking about, you know, Robbie and Jonah age. That's going to really continue to attract people. It's an exciting it, I mean, contrary to popular belief, it's actually quite an exciting game live. I think they can do even more on a live front to, you know, to, to do that. Um, I, you know, I, and it's a long season, right? I mean, I think ML, I don't know what MLS is, but I know right now uh, city soccer is like March to October. So, hey, you know, and it's not a huge commitment. I mean, it's like I don't know what, like sixteen matches or something. So, I don't know. I just I think that makes more sense than NBA. All right, enjoy. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, All right, well, yeah. Way to keep it, in, in your words, live and sexy. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, on to another topic. Do you all have time for one more topic? Yeah, let's do another one. I can squeeze yeah. in or one do more. All, do you all have any specific ideas? No, man. You all said right. you're the host. Let's I hear what you got. Idea. And us, you know, back in college days with the fraternity, we always had old business and new business. So I think we need to have a segment called old business and new business well since this is our first episode it will have to be uh new business that will be tabled for next week so with that being said uh for next week let's try to think of uh of some topics here to throw around i think we need to talk about next week commitment and when somebody makes an agreement with you <laughs> What that entails, and I and I hope we get some listeners out there with this next week, um, and we piss some people off. Uh, 
What do you all think? Well, you know, commitment slash accountability. Uh, you know, I think that's a big issue. I mean, getting back to those, you know, those, those goals that we all think about and, and trying to figure out, uh, you know, how to be better uh, dads, better business people, better friends. I mean, that's a big deal. You know, I mean, it, it, it's easy to say one thing and, and really hard to follow up on it. I mean, a perfect example, guys, the fact that we're doing this tonight, right? We were supposed to uh, record this thing last night, and I was like, yeah, no thanks, I'm tired. I mean, you know, granted, we, you know, at funeral home and stuff like that for the last couple of days. But, um, you know, I mean, when you make a commitment and when you decide to do something, execution is just freaking huge. It, I mean, everybody's got ideas. Everybody's got things that they want to do or things that they, you know, they, they, they can do. But when are you going to execute and how do you hold yourself accountable? How do you have that accountability group to really um, hold you to a commitment? It's it's a it's not as easy as people think for sure. All right, so that'll be the new business for next week. Commitment sounds, and accountability. Bring your sounds bring your good. A game, folks, because it could get loud and could get nasty and. Maybe some f bombs get dropped, and we. Well, I'd, I'd be interested to, you know, maybe even bring in some other uh, examples of accountability and, uh, you know, all that stuff. Maybe in in politics or you know in sports and all that stuff, so we can, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we are now twenty five minutes into this. Uh, it's week one of the No Ma'am podcast. I know everybody has lives out there. We'll do it again next week. Um, guys, I thank you all for joining us. We'll be here uh, again. I don't know what day next week, just because we live our life. And you know what? Mondays may not work next week. Tuesdays may not work. Hell, it could be Thursday or Friday. So, with that being said, till next time, we're out. You all see ya. Good? Thank you. Thank Thanks. you all. all right. See you, man. We'll see you.